It's time for To The Last Drop Podcast with Liam Delcom and Brandon Nell. Welcome back. It's To The Last Drop. I'm Brendan Nell, and with me, as always, is Liam Delcom. We have a special guest tonight, uh, Stormer's captain. Well, I'm not sure if he's captain this week, but he's, he was captain against the Sharks. Nathan Fushia, who's obviously uh, looking forward to a very big game. Uh, number eight, I see the Stormers website says uh, at the moment. It's going to be the eighth time they hopefully beat the Bulls for, from a Stormers perspective. I'm sure the Bulls are hoping something else. Nathan, <laughs> Careful what yeah. you say, Brendan. We know where yeah. you live. <laughs> yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. It's uh, it's uh, always a pleasure to chat uh, rugby and a bit of wine, so and I'm lucky to be on. <laughs> the other, let's start off with the, 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 the most recent news, the Springbok alignment camp. You were given an invitation. You've got to go there next week. It's a decent Cape Town, so you don't have to travel too far. But uh, yeah. how do you feel about making that and just uh, excited, I suppose? Yeah, no, hundred percent. I mean, it's uh, yeah. When I when I got the news, I was yeah, I was quite emotional. Um, yeah, when I when I when I got the the news, uh, obviously, like my my story has been a bit um, a bit different. Um, uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of dry years um, coming out of school, and um, and yeah, just just persevere through through all of the the tough times, and uh, yeah. Kept on working and, and and dreaming about about the possibility of of you know being part of the Springboard Group and you know, um you know any form of capacity you know it's um, so it's been a bit surreal just just you know almost finding out and just all the emotions that comes with it but uh, obviously like it's um, early days and uh, you know it's only alignment camp but it's definitely a step in the right direction. You make an interesting point because um, you're right, because your your journey has been slightly different. I mean, I remember interviewing you a, a while back where you spoke yeah. about how you will not be defined by, by rugby. You've got there are other things that, you know, in your life um, that in itself sort of unburdens you, I suppose, to you know yeah. to play the game and, and live sort of um, take did that journey take itself. Yeah, no, I'm Liam. So I think I t- also told you back um, back then. Like my whole thing has been just to um I just I just want to reach my potential, you know, as a rapid player because uh for, for a long time I just felt like, you know, due to injuries and um yeah, I mean not not, not coming through the la- the ranks as quickly as I wanted to. Um, you know, I wasn't I wasn't reaching my potential and um that was my that's always been the almost the focus for myself is just to to reach my potential and you know wherever that takes me or leads me I'll, I'll be happy um and you know re- recently as i've gotten more um you know starts in a row i've almost like i think knocked on that uh potential door of um of my you know of my abilities i think i think i've still got a, a little bit to go but um yeah no, and and it's obviously now it, it shows you know with um you know being being included in an alignment camp. So, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's nice. But like you say, you know, rugby is only uh, a part of my life. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's not, I'm not the only for share a rugby player, you know, uh, all that. <laughs> I know for some people I would be, but, you know, for people that know me, it's like, um, you know, I play rugby. Um, I'm blessed to do it, but I like, to, I like to be refined, um, 
you know, we're just the, the, the man that I am, the, the person that I am. And yeah, um, also the, the, the time you, we play rugby is so, you know, it's 15 years, maybe if you're lucky, 20 years if you broke Harris. Um, so it's a big life. It's a long life after rugby also. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, definitely not something that I, that I tried to just think of myself as a rugby player. Yeah. Neither I want to take you back to probably one of those dark times. Um, because I still wrote a story back way back in report a couple of years ago, uh, about a list that was doing the rounds at SA Rugby's, uh, president's meeting, um, of a bunch of Western province players that, uh, the then CEO wanted to offload at that stage. And I, I remember your name pertinently being on that, which I was quite surprised at. Um, I mean, I, I know it's a horrible way to read stuff like that in the newspaper, but I mean, that's, that's the type of thing you're talking about. I mean, I must, that, that probably wasn't the best probably time of your time in Cape Town and at province. No, no, I mean, that's a, it's a type of list you, you don't want to be, a, you don't want to be a part of. And, um, it's almost like the, the headmaster's list, you know, of guys coming to, having to come and see him. Um, yeah, yes, I remember that. It was, that was, you know, that was quite a shock for, for, I think for all of us, you know, that was just deemed, you know, Surplus, you know, it's like I just moved, you know, I just I just asked my my now wife, you know, back then her girlfriend to marry me and move, you know, to Cape Town. And I've just, you know, basically six months in you you there's you know, the article comes out of I think it was the words was um anyone um anyone looking for players, you know, and then there was a list and I mean it was it was actually crazy, you know, it was I, I got calls from I, I, uh, my agent called me, my, my dad called me, lots of people were calling me, they're like, listen, well, you know, they didn't want to speak to you about this. And I was just like, guys, I just found out, just as you guys did. And I mean, I, I remember Chris from Sale, he was always, also on that list and he was with the province captain at, at that time, um, Skara, Skaram Diveni, um, a few a few other guys. It's, you know, it's actually, I thought like, we were still with the Stormers back then. You know, I mean, that just, just, I think it actually just spoke, you know, of also where the, where Western Province was back then. You know, I think lots of stuff happening behind the doors, which just players didn't even know about. You know, Dobo obviously came out quickly and just said, listen, this is not how we feel. This is not, not something that we put out. Um, we obviously write you and then we, we see a future for you. So, yeah, but I mean, again, it's, 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 it's never nice to, to be able to, uh, to, to be, to read those stuff in the news. Um, cause it always, you know, it makes you as a player, you can be, you can be as, you know, experienced or, you know, well, what's the word, old or what, but, you know, it's never nice to read something like that because you, you immediately start almost questioning, like, listen, but, you know, what is my, uh, what is my players looking like here? Yeah. So yeah, a bit of, bit of a, a bit of a tough, tough few weeks then, but, um, yeah, luckily, luckily, uh, everything worked out quite all right. Um, what is what has kept you going, Netling? Because I mean, obviously, uh, players go through um, through uh, over peaks and through troughs, and they sort of have to have a mental attitude, um, you know, to, to keep on pushing. Uh, what's been your motivation? Um, whether it's through injuries or whether you read things like that, or whether you feel that you know you're not a, a first team member all the time. What keeps you ticking? Yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, it's, it's, I think there's a, there's a few, there's a few stuff, you know, that I think almost, um, 
is the makeup of my motivation, you know, to play to play rugby and to keep on um to keep on almost pushing myself to to reach my potential. You know, you know, it's it's I mean the obvious one is just you want to make your family proud. Like um I went I went to my parents back in grade ten. I was in Rothenburg back uh, back then, Rothenburg High School and I and I told them, listen, I wanna give rugby like a full go, but I don't think I'm not gonna get the best exposure um where I was back then, you know, playing for the leopards and um and they almost, you know, they had to they had to make a, a few plans, you know, because going to going to Gray wasn't um it was it was a bit of a did a bit of a, a, a more, you know, financial stretch for my parents. Um so they had to make a few, you know, a few sacrifices on that end to to almost let me to let to let me go, you know, to Gray and to pursue the the dream of playing rugby. Um so it's 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 it, I'm conscious that every time I, I get get to go out there and, and play rugby, you know, it's 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 also because of a lot of sacrifices they made to 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 be able to send me um to go to go and play in a in a brilliant rugby school, you know, be part of be part of something really special. Um so you know, it's, it's it's it's. I think most rugby players will say that you just want to make your your family proud. You want to be able, you want to let them have a lucky weekend, drink a beer with their friends, say that you know that's my son. I'm proud. Um, you know, and and then like I said about my potential, I, I, I really believe like I got this. I got this gift from from um, from the big man upstairs. You know, to to play rugby and. Um, to also to be to be able to influence guys, um, you know, through through that platform, um, help people, help people, you know, in 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 whatever way I can, um, not just you know in rugby, but you know, helping people outside, you know, with um, whatever that that looks like, um, and I mean, like, it's 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 it, I think it's something that you that you either have or you don't, you know, and and um, just waking up every morning. And thinking to yourself, how can I, how can I get better? How can I get closer to that full potential that you know, almost know is out there, but you know you haven't reached it? Um, I mean, I've got a, I've got a massive passion for rugby. You know, it's um, like like I, I tell my wife a lot. We we speak about it. You know, when I'm driving to training on a Monday, you know, it's like I can just think like how many people in their lives almost dread that feeling of. You know, driving to work, you're not really excited about the week long ahead. You know, whereas I, I like genuinely look forward to my week. You know, I, I look forward to be able to to mix with the guys. You know, at rugby, you know, it's 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 hundred one hundred percent what I wanted to do when I was a little boy. You know, I wanted to play rugby, and, and I'm fortunate enough to do it. So, you know, it's it's like I say, it's not only one answer. It's a few stuff that you know almost gets me up every morning and. And makes me, you know, go in and, and do the do the gyms the gym sessions properly, do the field sessions properly, you know, be engaged in the in the meetings. Um, really, you know, not I've I've always almost as I've grown up, just gone with the you know, this mindset of you never wanna waste a day, you know, whereas we are the junior back then, sometimes you were almost just you know, it's like, okay, I'm just gonna get this day over with. Whereas now you you know there's not a lot of days left, you know, in this in this environment that we are, and it's almost just about making every day, you know, count. Um, because there's not a lot, not not a lot left, unfortunately. Uh, 
Uh, the other thing I was going to say, I mean, I was going to turn a bit more to this week's game and then I was going to first ask you, um, you know, is France back from all these uh, Kudu controlling uh, things in the Kourou? Has he, has he tamed all those Kudus and got them back in their place? Or And uh, is he there again? And, and secondly, what's it been like to obviously, you know, have somebody like that who's really a legend of the game and, you know, will, will obviously go down in history as, as one of the big, the greats um, of the game? Uh, to to work with every day and to 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 feed off that knowledge as well. Yeah, no. Um, so the yeah the Kudu population is under control again. That's the that's the good news. Um, they were they were running right there in the Karua. So then they got they got France out there just to to get the numbers back in line. Um, but yeah, he, he has been back training. You know, he's um, it's obviously yeah, it's a bit of a, a special case. You know. With um th- with his uh, lower back and you know just almost making sure that everything is fine before b- before you know giving him the green light. Um, I also believe that you know he is the most important you know guy in the in the in the national setup. You know, the, like you just in the second part of the question. You know, I, I've no doubt that he is the best the best starter that ever played for South Africa. Who he's going to be. You know, um, I mean the. The amount of the amount of um, load that his body has gone through, you know, for him, you know, not a lot of, not a lot of people speak about it or remember it, but he played in a Curry Cup final when he was, I think, 21 years old. You know, he gets him gets here and um, and Skara, you know, played against Beast, Yanni the Plessis back there in the best mark, you know. So you have a you start your professional career when you're 20, 21 years old. He's, you know, I think he's 33 this year. That's a 13-year career of not, you know, a bit of Varsity Cup and then maybe Vatican Cup and then Super Rack. You know, he's been in the thick of it, you know, since the since day one, basically. So, you know, his body has gone through a lot. So that's, um, I think that's why everyone knows, you know, we they have to do his rehab properly. Um, you know, make sure he's strong. Make sure the, you know, when you when you get a certain age, I don't think the the pain will completely completely ever go away but you know you just want to get it back to manageable and uh, yeah, he's been he's been training um you know um this this last few weeks so yeah i mean we'll we'll see when the, when the squad gets uh, selected if uh if the buffalo is true yeah. <laughs> for a game like yeah. you the one that you've got this weekend obviously it's massive um i had a conversation with with the storms coach uh, a while back and we said uh, it's probably the biggest uh, sort of South African derby since your final in the URC uh, two years ago. Uh, so obviously there's a lot riding on it. Is a game like this something that the guys, the significance thereof, is it something that you guys talk about? Or is it just you look at it as a game and prepare for it um, like you would for any other game? Uh, no, I'm talking yeah, about no. the psychology in particular. Yeah, no, I mean, it is It is, it is special. You, you, you can't lie and say, okay, you're just, you know, treating it as another game. You know, in, in, in that sense, it is another game, but it is against the Bulls. It's a north-south. It's got all the history that's, that's attached to it. You know, it's, it is just, you know, it is what it is. It's, um, it's, it's, it's more personal. You, you, you want to win that game and they want to beat us badly. You know, that's, that's just, that's just how it is. And, you know, it's not like, the other games are less important or anything, but just I think the history around you know there's no south. I think that's what's make that makes it special. It's about you know knowing all those big moments that happen. You know, 
you think of Skogberger's tackle on, on, on Furie and you think of the Bulls winning the, the uh, Super Happy final back then, in, I think, in Soweto. You know, you think of all those those games. I mean, Brock Yaris has been in, you know, almost a hundred of them on his own, you know, and, and he always speaks about the, you know, it, this is being the, it's what it's about, you know, for you as rugby players. I mean, if I'm just thinking again, if when I was little, me and my brother watching games, you know, this, it's a Western province, Blue Bulls games, you know, that's, that's the ones you remember, you know, and um, it's just, you know, you, you just know how fortunate you are to be, to be a part of it. And uh, obviously the fans, you know, they get, they get on board like from early on and, um, you know, you've got lots of guys at, at a workplace once they're friends, but also the one is a blue ball, the one is the one is a stormer, you know. So <laughs> you've got that rivalry. But it's I mean, at the end of the day it's very healthy, you know, it's 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 healthy for Israqi having these, you know, having these derbies that's really alive alive and well again, you know, if you look at that game we played against them um in December, you know, all those people coming out and hopefully you know, hopefully this weekend will be the same. The thing I was going to say, I mean, a lot's going to be said this week and has said the last couple of games about your guys' record against them. Um, yeah, and all the memes go around about the 007 and things like that. And um, I'm sure there's a few chirps on the field as well. Um, how, how much does that filter down to you guys? I know the fans love to, you know, the Stormers fans are crowing at the moment because they're on top uh, and the Bulls fans are obviously hurting there. But uh how much does that filter down to you guys on the field? In because you, I, I, I can take a bet that a bunch of you have known each other before you went to to pr- the provinces from schoolboy days and yeah. things like that. So there's probably a bunch of friendships there anyway. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Like you know, you look at you look at the you know all the, the Springboks they have. You know, we've got a we've got a bunch of those guys. I've been through you know something special at World Cup quite recently. You know, so you've got friendships there. You've got a lot of guys that's played together. Um, me and Volk who played together at junior level back in, you know, at the Bulls. Um, you know, a few of us actually also, you know, were at the Bulls. Um, one or two of them were at, 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 at the Stormers. So, you know, there's, there's friendships there, uh, definitely. But again, it's, you know, it's, it's you, it's it, on that day, you want to get one, you want to get one over them. You know, and they want, they want to get one over you. Um, I think, I think the, you know the whole, almost the, the you know the the few the, the last few what do they call it the the, uh, the last seven games we've won if and they call it what what you said now double seven all that I don't think that you know that's something that we speak about too much you know it's it's again rugby rugby is such a fickle game and people's memories are quite short you know there, there was literally a time you know back when the Bulls I think would beat us like six or seven times in a row you know that just around COVID and, you know, not, not a lot of fans, you know, had, we, we didn't have a lot of fans back then, but, but they also had us, you know, like quite a few times in a row, you know. So I won't say I won't say we'll ever tread that road of thinking, you know, we've got the number or anything like that because, you know, you know our rugby, if you don't pitch up on the day, <laughs> it can change very quickly. And I mean, they, I mean, they're quality side. They wouldn't be lying, I think, second or third at the moment, you know, so... You know, it's um, it's 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 full focus, and you have to treat this game, you know, as if there's no there's no um, winning sequence. You just have to go at this game just like it's uh, the first the first North Star, you know, you're playing in. So, yeah, I know. I mean, it's 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 like you know, it's like I said, it's 
couple of guys that know each other, but also you, all of us are quite proud and, and very um, competitive and want to get one over the other guy, 100%. Having said all that, Sorry, uh, Neat, like, I, to, sorry I just want to ask Nathan to come in and tell the story. He knows the story I'm going to ask him to tell now. Um, this derby is also very special to you because of um, your, your family, uh, your your in-laws. Yeah. And um, yeah. you can share that. I, I'm not, we've spoken about it before, but uh, maybe just share it here for our listeners. Yeah, so, I mean, I'll, I'll try, and, try and put it in a, in a nutshell. But yeah, basically, um, so my, my father-in-law... Um, yeah, he, he, he was a massive Stormers fan, like massive, massive. I mean, he was um, he was a, a minor in Rustenburg, but he had season tickets on Newlands. Um, and he would go there at least once a month. He would fly he'd fly down and take a couple of friends, his family, and they would go and, go and watch the Stormers or Western Province play. So he was like a massive. I mean, he had... He had in his house, photos of him with, I think, basically all the Stormers, you know. I, now, even now, I see photos of my wife when she was a little girl, you know, with Brighty and Korne Krieger and um, uh, there's one of Docs, you know. There's there's so many photos, you know, of of them, like, after a game, you know, just my father-in-law waiting around to see the players. So, he was a, he, he was a massive Stormers fan. And um, and I was obviously playing for a, for a Bulls back when I was a, a junior. And, um, you know, obviously, me and my wife, you know, started, um, you know, almost socializing a bit there on in, in university, and she invited me um, to her house, and I was like, you know, going there, like thinking, okay, like okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna meet her parents now, and I got there, and I think his words now came true, and she told me I Netherlands plays for the Blue Bulls. You know, as as much as he loved the Stormers, he hated the Bulls. He stand the Bulls. He, he, he was just always going on about them. And and the, the funny part actually is this: is um, there were two directors back back in their company back then, and he was the big Stormer, and his his, his partner was a, a big Blue Bull. You know, and still he's, he's still got a, a, a sweet day on at Loftus, and he always comes for the games. You know, so they they had that rivalry back back you know at their workplace. They were best friends, but they also when the Bulls and Stormers were playing, they weren't speaking to each other for that week. And um, and yeah, I mean, like he he just gave me the cold, the silent treatment. You know, <laughs> I think for the first few months of going to visit my wife. You know, she, I mean, he would basically maybe just now and then greet me, but I don't think he. Actually, acknowledge that that I'm like, you know, I'm actually, you know, serious about his about his daughter. You know, I mean, he actually had a relationship going. He was just calling me Yanka's friend. You know, when he was introducing me to his friends, he just say, "Oh, that's the Yanka's friend." And I'm like, oh, actually, I'm a boy- boyfriend, but <laughs> I, I wasn't saying it. I was, saying it. I was too scared of him. And then, um, yeah, I mean. At some point, he was just like, okay, this guy's not going away and he's actually not too bad. And um, he started like, you know, befriending me and we, we started, you know, we actually started a nice relationship where, where we were um, really close. And, um, you know, he kept on telling me, listen, why, why, don't you, why don't you move to the storm? Why don't you go to the province? That, that would be like perfect. You know, I was like telling him, listen, I don't... 
I, I don't have any, you know, I wasn't thinking about going to the Stormers. I'm not thinking like that's my story, you know, going to the Stormers. And if, if, in any case, if you want to go, that's one thing, you know, they must also want you. So um, he was he was just telling me, listen, that would be perfect. If you could play for the Stormers, we would be flying every game, coming to watch. And he was saying you would move down to Cape Town and making plans. And, um, yeah, unfortunately, 2017, um, we lost. We lost him in a in quite a sudden heart attack. Um, yeah, he was gone, and uh, a month later, I got a I got an offer from Western Province to go and to go and play to to yeah, to move down to to Cape Town and go and play for for the Province and, and Stormers. And yeah, as soon as I got that offer, I was quite emotional because he would have actually been the guy that I would have wanted to call quite you know quite quickly and tell him, listen, this is happening now. Your dream is happening. And um, yeah, I mean, we we lost him, and and like you know, when I'm when I'm playing for a Stormers now, it's, it, it is quite a sentimental thing for me because I I don't feel like you know I, I never feel like I own this jersey. It's just you you just uh, you're just uh, almost a, a timely a timely steward of a jersey. You know, it's you've got your time, and it it's, it, does, it doesn't belong to you and. And I always just think of you know what it would have meant to you know to him if he could have seen his his son-in-law um, you know play for his beloved team. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, like I said, like I said in that story, you know, I know he's I know he's um, he's watching, you know. And, and again, like in weeks like this, it's you know I know he's got he's got his watching party, you know there. They in heaven, they in heaven, just telling uh, you know everyone. Listen, this is my son-in-law um, playing for the storm. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's like I say, it's it's a bit of a family affair. Um, yeah, and uh, it is it is something that I, that I get a, quite emotional about. You know, on this on this games especially, you know, because you just know what it meant to him, um, and um, yeah, you just hope you make him you making him proud. Um, Living, it was quite a, a, a poignant story, um, and I would imagine. I mean, having made that move, uh, finding yourself in new surrounds, um, having to make new friends, new teammates. How have you sort of over the years? How has that relationship um, developed? Um, you and your teammates growing as a team, uh, playing in the URC, winning it. Um, it, it seems like the team is going from strength to strength, but it also looks like you guys are having fun. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I mean, yeah, I think you know back then when I when I when I joined when I joined the stores, I was you know it's like any anything when you get to a new school, you get to a new workplace. You know, the few the first few days is a bit awkward. You, you don't really know where to where to stand. Where, to, where you're sitting at lunch, you know, or you're sitting next to someone, you know. But actually, um, I remember. Um, I remember Chinese Shikling just almost took me under his wing quite quickly. Um and uh we, we became very good friends quite quite quickly, you know, and he um his wife and my wife also also great friends. Um so that helped a lot, you know, him, you know, just almost looking after me. And um uh, and he he also so so I don't know if a lot of people know this, but I I have a motorbike that I Ninety percent of the time, use because in this Cape Town traffic, you can't, you can't, 
you can't uh, drive with a car. I mean, you have to drive an hour before training if you want to get there in time. So, so I have a motorbike, and he also had a had a, had a motorbike, and uh, we used to we drive into tr- training together. You know that um, we had this like a group. Quibus Visa also had a had a had a motorcycle, and we used to drive in together. Um, you know, they were driving in the front, just flipping bean poles, and I was just here chilling at the back. Um, so, I mean, that helped a lot, but I think the, the, the whole culture at the Stormers is, is, is one of, um, you know, a, a togetherness and, you know, you're always making everyone feel part of something. That's that's a big thing at the Stormers. You, you, really, you really have got a, you've got a bunch of guys that really enjoys each other's company and we really care for each other. So, um I think that helps us, you know, in the in those games where you need the, the little bit of fight, um or that extra one or two percent, you know, that that, that is the stuff that, that comes through. We we really like um like I say, you know, we enjoy each other's company. Um and it's not only the rugby, you know, we enjoy having a beer with each other and it's it's something that stems from Dobby and you know, the way he sets he sets everything up. Um Make sure that everyone feels part of the environment. Because it's tough, you know. You've got a you've got a squad of fifty or fifty odd guys, you know, and only twenty three can play on a weekend. And it's a, it's a, it's a juggling, you know. It's a it's a it's a difficult juggling act to to make everyone feel like they belong and they they're safe. And I mean, he gets it right, you know. That's and that's almost the the secret in the recipe is you know making everyone feel really. That they have, they have a voice in the, in the team, um, and yeah, like like we, we we don't have we 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 strive to never have a have, have egos. You know, we'd like you know no egos. No one thinks he's better than anyone else. All of us are here. It's a privilege for us to be here. You know, it's not your right. So um, no, it's, it's it's something that I have to give uh, double credit for. You know, the way he organizes things. You know, out of uh, you know, from that we also, you know, which really strengthens the bonds of friendship. If I could just follow up quickly, um, apart from being outstanding, tight head proper and a leader in the Stormers group, you also, um, let's put it this way, uh, a bit of a social lubricant for the team. I mean, you bring a smile t- to the guys' faces um, often and it's also taken on almost like an official capacity. Yeah, so... Uh, my- my, I mean, my dad is, you know, he's he's also, he's a guy that he doesn't wait too, he, he don't ever wait too long before a joke comes, you know, he's he's a very humoristic guy, you know, looks at the lighter side of life. And I mean, that's, it's just something I got from him, obviously, like, you know, it's, it's, I don't think it's ever great to take life too seriously. Um, I mean, we, we all, we've, all got our struggles, you know, in, in some form of, you know, we've, we've all got our stuff that we're dealing with. And my thing is always just to, to give someone a laugh, you know, make, make someone feel a little bit better about their day and just remind people that, you know, it's everything that, that, that is happening in your life. That's, that stuff is gonna, is gonna blow over, you know, this, we go through the seasons in life, you know, of, of ups and downs and, and, and sometimes you can feel very heavy. Um, and and I just like to you know almost help guys not feel heavy you know? and um, the people that know me well you know they they know I'm actually quite a I'm actually quite a deep guy you know I I, I like to, to chat about deep stuff and um, 
you know, I, I, I care a lot for, for all of my friends, you know, and I'll, I'll do anything for, you know, for my, for my friends and my, for my family. Um, but I do like the, the humor side of, of, of things. And, um, you know, the, the fine sessions of the games, you know, that's, that's always like, you know, we, we get in and, you know, it's, it's all good banter, you know, and, um, yeah, it's, 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 it, it, again, it speaks about the, the culture at the Stormers where they actually encourage us to, to be yourself. You know, we've got lots of different personalities and, um, we don't see it as a, as an obstacle. We see it as, you know, making us strong. You know, we've got a, lots of guys coming from different backgrounds, but we all get together for, for the one goal. Um, and that is to make the, make the Stormers, you know, play great, make Cape Town smile. So, yeah. The thing I, I I remember doing an interview with Ruben from the other when he was still in, at the Bulls um, at that stage, and he was telling us how he likes to read Shakespeare and things like that. You say a deep guy. Do you guys have those philosophical chats, or or is that not what happens <laughs> at rugby meetings? <laughs> I think if he wants to speak about Shakespeare, we must go to Dobbo. You know, Dobbo is quite a also a, a guy for the all the deep poems and, and he's, you know, he's obviously written a few books. And so maybe we, we must set Dobbo and, 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 uh, and Ruben up for, for a coffee. But I mean, yeah, I mean, like, again, uh, you know, Ruby, you know, he's a, he's a good friend of mine. And we, you know, we obviously got a passion for rugby, but our, our conversations is, is all, it's, again, it's, we can, we can go quite deep, me, him and, uh, and BJ Dixon, you know, we have, we have lots of chats that actually, you know, that doesn't even go about, um, is about rugby, you know, just, you know, speaking about life, speaking about, speaking about Jesus, you know, speaking about just, just like random stuff, you know, so that's, it's like, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's nice to have, you know, to have those conversations again, because like I said, you know, it's, rugby is only a, a small part of life. Um, yeah, no, definitely. Um, and look, I mean, the one thing that comes through quite quite clearly by the way you guys play is that the culture in the team is is pretty good. I mean, we've been, both you and I have been around rugby teams for a number of years, and you can immediately pick up if the culture is good and things are going well in the team and guys want to play for each other. So that's always great to see. And uh, as you say, Dobbo is a huge part of that. Uh, he does some fabulous work, and he's not your conventional coach, is he? Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, like... Uh, he's, I think the way he puts everything together. You now, if you look at the the, the English, um, you know, the, the 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 Premiership, you know, you just you just think of the, the the football teams. You know, you think of the managers that they have. You know, it's a manager. He, he put everything together, and that's just how I see Dobby. You know, he, he puts everything together. You know, there's a lot of work that goes that goes on in the background that people don't know about that Dobby is doing. And that's one hundred percent because he's he's so passionate about the Stormers and Western Province rugby. You know that's that's his thing. He bleeds. He bleeds. Um, and I don't want to sound like a cliche, but he blue he bleeds uh, the the blue blue and white hoops. Um, it's a it's a family thing also for him. You know, there's a lot of um, stories that that comes from his dad and 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 so on. And um, he's really he he only wants to make sure that. That Western Province and Stormers are strong, and and um, I mean we're grateful for that because he's, he's. I think it's one thing to have someone just you know coming in to do a job, but he's really like this is 
I can't see him. I can't see him doing anything else. He's just he's just so passionate about the Stormers um, and 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 making sure that that we enjoy our times playing for the Stormers and and actually, you know, making the whole Cape Town and the and the wider Western Western Cape, you know, just make making them a part of it um, and making them know that we are playing for them, um, playing to to make their weeks a bit a bit better. You know, we, all of us know, you know, in the Springboks. When the Springboks win a Springbok, you know, a test and in the World Cup, you know, that your week is just, you know, everything is a little bit better. You know, you're looking at the, the glass off full, everyone's a little bit more patient at work and everything is nice. And, you know, and, and, and I, I mean, we, we, we are not the Stormers, we're not the, the Springboks, but we like to think that we can make the, the people of the Western Cape just a little bit, their weeks a little bit, um, Lacquer and um, you know just just give them something to look forward to again on the next Saturday. So we've we've just lost them. He's had some sort of Joburg crisis. Um, his Wi-Fi and everything's crashed. But we're going to carry on. Uh, this is of course the other thing. As we warned you, this is a bit of a wine show as well. Um, we I'm I'm drinking yeah. a glass of Pinot Noir at the moment. Uh, but Liam actually had the question that he wanted to ask you about this was, do you do you what? First of all, what wine do you drink? And do you drink Nettlingsoff? Uh, no, actually, I haven't. I haven't had Nedlingshof, uh lately. Um, we we actually quite fortunate to to stay in the Stellenbosch wine route. Um, so we've got Bergkloof just across by state. Um, I mean, you, you you don't have to look too far, you know, than Bergkloof Pinotage. Um and then we've got Canonkop, you know, like I think two or three minutes away. Uh, Cadet, you know that's one of our, that's one of my wife, me and my wife's favorites. Um, I mean, then you've got the Franschuk, uh, you know, one route quite close by. We actually spoiled for choice here. I mean, we just, you know, it's you can on the other side you go to any Alto, Hidden Valley, Peter Falker. You know, there's there's just too much. I mean, we we've been staying in a in a in Western Cape now for. It's almost now uh, 2017, seven years, and I think we've only managed to to see, I think, ten or maybe fifteen percent of all the one forms available here. So no, it's we we spoiled for choice. I know you're rubbing it in, but you must keep on trying. I mean, you must try and get to all of them. I make that my mission. I try and drink as much wine as possible as well. Um, yeah. And your teammates, who's who's the biggest? Um, I'm going to say wino, but uh, the wine connoisseur. <laughs> yes, one of the, I, I think I think France actually, you know, he's got a nice, you know, knowledge of of all the the wines that that there is. I know Ruan now also enjoys his wine. Um, Achiva, yeah, I think Achiva also in, enjoys his wine. Um, and obviously, Sabella, you know, he's got his own wine, so he's he's a, I think the big guy. As we speak about, you know, if you have any wine questions, you go to Seabello, you know, he's got all the answers. Yeah. Well, I'd, I'd like to see the wine that Akjiva drinks. He's a rather flamboyant character at times, as we've seen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think he must come on the show at some point and must tell us, and we'll get him on you at some point. Yeah. Final question from me, um, just a bit of a, a, a curveball one. Um, you remember the movie The Hangover? Um, yes. It's the comedy, which everybody watched. So you remember the character Alan, the guy with the beard, Jack Galifianakis. If you had to cast one of your teammates to be him, who would it be? 
Uh, I thought he was a good yeah. okay. <laughs> That guy is neck. Now, we actually had, um, we had Jan Bleler at the Stormers. I mean, he's like a lookalike, you know, for, for him. But he's at the Sharks now, so can't go with him. Um, I mean, it has to be someone short and, and chubby. Uh, yes. Let me think of it. So I think Ali from Mark would actually be, be, be a nice option. Um, yeah. I mean, Andre Egenswender maybe, you know, if he, if he picked up a few, a few cages, <laughs> maybe one of them. Yeah. Uh, no, cool, man. So thanks for the chat and good luck for Saturday. And that's a big game. Um, yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm sure that depending on who people support, they, it's going to be a crack. And hopefully Loftus does get filled up. It'd be great to see 51,000 yeah. people there as well. Uh, but good luck for the game. Yeah. No, thanks, Brendan. Thanks for, uh, for having me. And, uh, yeah, just, I say cheers to, to Liam. I hope he, I hope he gets his wife going again. Yeah, thanks. It was, it was nice. I enjoyed it. And uh, we'll chat again. Yeah, no, thanks. And, uh, yeah, that's it for us this week. Uh, we'll be back next week to the last drop. And, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll discuss that fixture at length then. Uh, that's all for us. Cheers. Chat to you guys next week. Thanks for listening. And a reminder, you can find all the To The Last Drop podcasts on the Brendan Nell YouTube channel, Iono.fm, Spotify, Player.fm, Pocket Casts, Google Podcasts, and iTunes, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts.